incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 45 of the latest PS5. I'm your host, Sonny Sanguera, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Alex Sylvester. How you doing, Alex? What's up, what's up? I'm doing very good. All charged up for the last PSX episode. Yep, so we just recorded uh, our latest PSX episode um, for our Patreon producers. So we're now doing episode 45 of the latest PS5. Episode 45 of the latest PS5 podcast is brought to you by our Patreon producers, George Rixey, Adam Batty, Martin Batterbury, Scott McCluskey, Paulio and Doug Saylor. Their support allows us to continue creating this podcast for you, the listeners. If you want to support the show and receive some cool bonus content, then head over to our Patreon page, www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. There is a link to get to that Patreon in this podcast description. Exclusive access to our Patreon PlayStation podcast, which is called The Latest PSX, is included with your support. And this week's episode is all about the top five scariest games we have ever played. You also get early access to every episode every week. That was a fun episode to record, Alex. A little bit scary to bring back those memories, but nonetheless... Yeah, yeah. And the fact is that I've still got to go back and delve into those memories because one of the games which topped my list, I've got to go and complete. So, <clears throat> Excellent, excellent. So, I mean, what have you been playing recently then? Uh, so besides um, Resident Evil 7, which I would definitely recommend for anyone who hasn't played the game yet, it is absolutely freaking. I still can't believe that uh, my co-host has actually completed that game in VR. <gasps> Absolutely insane, but you know, you get some vast points for that, definitely. Um, that's what I've been delving into recently. Um, and aside from that, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I decided oh, to throw that nice. for a little bash. And, and it's um, nice that it's free, game. right? It's nice. Both of those games are free. free. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sony. You know what I mean? That's, that's how they connect to the gamers. You know what I mean? Give the gamers who wouldn't normally go out and get the game a chance to play the game at least. <laughs> and, you know, I can see why people like the game. It's more of an action RPG now as opposed to uh, the more turn-based um, battle system that they oh, nice. you know, Final Fantasy is pretty much known for, right? And that's a PS4 um, game and it looks stunning, right? It looks great, yeah, it looks great. I haven't actually got the patch yet for it because it's... You um, can't, because you've got the PlayStation Plus version, yeah. yeah. But, you know, the 30 frames per second works for me, and it looks gorgeous, and uh, considering I'm not really that invested in the game, I might, you know what I mean? You know, if it gets any better, I might actually invest into it. Um, But question, if I did pick up the remastered, you know, the the upgrade, um, would that then eligible me for the the updates when it comes out later on? I'll be honest with you, bro. I wouldn't. I would just play this the way you're playing it. And if you're really into it, you're going to want to play that integrate chapter, which you can just buy the PS5 version of and just do that. So you get, you you know what I mean? There's no point of redoing uh, remake all over again and then doing it that way. So if I was you, I would just play remake the way you're playing it. You'll do that in 30 frames per second. But then you'll be like, I loved that. I'm going to actually buy the integrate chapter. Yeah, and then you'll yeah. actually notice such a big difference. You'll be like, holy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And well, integrate is that. only on PS5. So you know what I mean? Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll love Sweet. it. Yeah, but that's me. How about you? A uh, bit of everything again. You know, I've, I obviously, I spoke <laughs> a few weeks ago about a few games I bought. So I finished Layers of Fear 2. 
scary, yep. not as scary as the original. Um, so I'll finish that game. I currently I'm just about to get the platinum in Dirt Five. So what that what's happening in that is there's a I've done everything in the game, right? <sighs> Yeah. And there's a trophy that says you have to drive a thousand miles. So I've clocked every <laughs> event in the game and I was only at 600 miles. I was like, this is some bullshit. So I yeah. found a track that I can just loop around and my pad is currently sitting at an angle and it's just doing it itself for me to get that <laughs> other 400 miles. Cause I ain't doing that all again. Right. So yeah, um, I finished at five. I've started, uh, life is strange too as yeah. well so um really enjoying that so far really good um so yeah hopefully i've got quite far in that by next week but yeah nice. okay nice. so we'll move on to the news alex we've got uh i think it's five or yeah five pieces of news this week as i mentioned on the latest psx it is a quiet news week on the playstation front we were expecting the financial results sony haven't released them yet but obviously if they do then obviously we'll have better detail of them um, for next week's show. But are you ready for number one? Because this one is a home run of a story. Let's go. You'll see what I see. You'll, you'll get the pun now. Over <laughs> the past year, obviously we have spoken about the monumental occasion that is Sony releasing MLB The Show on Xbox consoles. Well, shit, Alex just got real on the Microsoft what? side. And it was announced that MLB The Show 21 will launch on Xbox Game Pass but will still be full price on PS4 and PS5. <laughs> Alex, the world was wow. shook up. It's How could shaking, this but... happen? Well, <laughs> Sony have replied about this. So Sony has claimed to the website Inverse that it was the MLB's decision to release MLB The Show 21 directly into Xbox Game Pass, not theirs. Wow. A PlayStation representative told Inverse that as part of the goal... For this year's game, MLB decided to bring the franchise to more players and baseball fans. This decision provides a unique opportunity to further establish MLB The Show as the premier brand for baseball video games. So whilst not directly addressing or confirming that it was the MLB's decision to release the game into Game Pass, this statement does suggest that it was the MLB that made the deal. This also makes sense, especially as the MLB is publishing the game on Xbox, not Sony, which effectively means they can do whatever they like with their Xbox One <laughs> and Xbox Series X versions of the game. Sony just developed it. Holy shit, Alex, that is wow. crazy. Wow. But I've Xbox got... Xbox the smack of down, eh? Dude, it's amazing, <laughs> but two things. One... Yeah. Okay, one, I, I'll give you the business reason why this makes sense, and two, I'll give you the, the, the fanboy all right. of what's going to happen okay so the business reason this makes sense not the fam i'll go fanboy first because it makes no sense sony sony are pissed off about this and they're going to fuck the game up in patches ever so slowly right you know what i mean <laughs> just to ruin it but that's not going to happen right but hear me out if they release the game normally it would sell yeah. probably what a million no, not a million there's not even that many gamers on xbox but say there's about half a million copies on xbox <laughs> cool. right however mm. You release the first MLB for free. Next year, yep. you sell quadruple the amount because it's not on Game okay. Pass, but people want the game. You've because the first time they're getting it right, you need to get as yep. many gamers as you can in on MLB, especially with crossplay. So yeah. these people are going to get MLB for free. They're going to be like, yeah, 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 fanboy. I didn't have to pay eighty bucks for it. You did, ha ha ha. But then all the Sony gamers will be like, there's thousands of people online. Xbox will be like, there's thousands of people online together. And then when the next year's game comes out, 
yeah. which will be on Switch as well and PC, then you know they're going to be like, and Sony will be like, oh, it's not coming to Game Pass this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> now you've got millions of people wanting to buy the game. So I think okay. it's a good business decision, but what a masterstroke from Microsoft. That right? is. I didn't realize. So that's just for the, just only for this year then. So only for this edition of the game, it's going to be going straight to Xbox. Mm-hmm. Xbox Game Pass, sorry. Game Pass, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well. Yeah. It's a great. It's a great move for Microsoft. You know. What I mean, everybody knows that they need the attention. You know. What I mean, they need things which are going to claw uh, punters onto their side. Uh, so yeah, man. Hats off to them. Um, and it is like you mentioned. It is a great way for them to kind of mask the potential sales or lack thereof um, mm-hmm. that they would have had on the actual system itself. So it shows MLB that it's still a worthy competitor in terms of the business side of things. You know, purchasing. X amount of copies. I mean, how much? How many do you think they would have actually? How much they would have paid for that deal? You know, um, maybe like maybe a million's worth or something. No, no. Um, listen, Microsoft would have paid. It's it's over, dude. It, I'm talking like minimum twenty five, thirty million dollars to get MLB to whack it. Game Pass does not make mon- Microsoft money, but they make so much money in other places. It doesn't matter. There's yeah. no way Game Pass is profitable. Even if it's a business sense, it cannot be possible. Even with 100 million subscribers, it cannot be profitable. But Microsoft just print money, so it doesn't really make a difference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, so, so it's yeah, so at 25 million, roughly. I mean, they would have purchased the game for maybe, like, what, $25 each? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. That would be crazy, man. But, um, yeah, I think it's a great move, but... What can we say, man? This is the war, and this is like one of the first strikes of the war between Microsoft and Sony for this next generation. And we're not going about, it's not always going to be about physical sales now. It's going digital. You know, mm. it's all about those backhanded deals. It's all about that stuff that gets sorted out, you know, at behind the scenes at E3, which potentially won't happen this year, but we'll see about that. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it because obviously it's only going to spur uh, Sony to actually up their games. Um, and and their efforts in the business world. Well, listen, at the end of the day, you know, everyone who's listening to the show is obviously uh, has a PlayStation 5 or a PlayStation fans. Just remember, you know, the best... It's a Sony San Diego-developed game, so the absolute best running version of the game will be on the PS5, no matter what. You know, Sony will make sure of that. But at the same time, (laughs) millions of more players get access to the game. More and more people are playing it. A Sony-developed MLB game gets bigger and bigger, and it can maybe start hitting NBA 2K sales in a few years. You know what I mean? So it's it's great news all round. You know, and if, obviously, if you are somebody who uses the term fanboy, a fanatic for Sony, and you like to banter with Xbox fans, just say it's about time you got it. We do our bit for charity. So that's why you have MLB on Game Pass. So there's your banter for you there, right? (laughs) Moving on to number two. You mentioned it, Alex. E3, it's back. What? E3 2021 has now been confirmed as a free digital show running from June 12th to June 15th and will feature a number of publishers. But Sony, once again, will not show up for the third year in a row. The confirmed publishers and developers for the event include Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, WB Games, and Koch Media. The ESA will also be working with media to amplify the content, which might suggest that media-only days will return alongside individual publication showcases of games. I mean... I'm happy for this in a sense of last year, obviously it was the first time the first time we were in lockdown. It's nice to know that we're going to have 
everything condensed into like a week, you know, so we can just really process all that news. I mean, it's not a surprise. Sony hasn't been at E3 for a while, you know. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel that obviously you've got E3 back and everything's back in one go? I just think this is, um, uh, I guess they're going to be missing the party, aren't they? <laughs> mm. they're missing the party, but I also think it's a really good move uh, for them to do. Um, obviously, I mean, you mentioned uh, the numerous um, developer studios which are back now, including um, Nintendo, who, as we know, uh, they left E3, wasn't it, in 20. 20- but, well, they, they, they've been at Nintendo on the show floor in some presence yeah. or another, but they usually only take like one game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, they, so, like, if you remember, like, when Breath of the Wild was coming out, the whole thing was just Breath yeah. of the Wild. It was just hundreds and hundreds of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So, but obviously, like, it's different yeah. this year because obviously there is no way for people to play a game in a physical format. So, who knows? It's a big thing from Nintendo. Maybe Nintendo will just do their direct through E3. And I think, you know, a lot of Nintendo fans have been pissed off with Nintendo Directs recently because Nintendo, I thought Nintendo got maybe got their shoes under the table, got a bit comfortable with the Directs, but now Nintendo fans are saying, nah, 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 you didn't give us what we wanted, right? You know, on that last Direct, maybe you want Breath of the Wild 2 information. Maybe. Well, you're not having it. <laughs> you know, so I think Nintendo need to redeem and no, they're like, right, we're going to go to E3 and we're going to blow people away. So... They definitely are, and I think that's what they're definitely going to do this year. But I think um, Sony, uh, obviously, I mean, they're not really looking at Nintendo. They know that Nintendo's pretty much smashed this year, but their main competition is Xbox. And I think that it's a lot, it's all about control of the narrative, isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. And Xbox has got a lot to prove right now because obviously they stumbled out the gates uh, on release last November, uh, and it's time for them to trying to show their worth really you know what i mean it's not only to it's, it's um, huge for them as well dude because it's halo summer it's, it's, the, it's the last big it's halo halo yeah. isn't it yeah. so yeah and to the game the game wasn't it the gamers want to know exactly why is it worth you know what's what's the point in getting game pass you know what i mean so xbox needs to just come full force and blow everybody else out the water that's all they need to do and i think sony would be good there. I mean, obviously, they've got a lot of um, AAA heavy hitter games, but we kind of know what they're going to be bringing to the table. With Xbox, it's a bit of an unknown. So um, I think it's a good idea for Sony just to just bow out for a bit and just see exactly mm. what happens. And I think we will definitely see them back um, at E3, maybe in a couple of years' time, maybe. You know what I mean? When they've actually got something physical to showcase well, to the world. Uh, it's and definitely it's to do with money. Too. It's definitely yeah. to do with money. And I don't think Sony liked the way the ESA are doing things. You know, they're are just ridiculous in terms of money and pricing and that's why Sony pulled out saying look we'll still support you in a sense of being on the show floor we're just not doing a press conference or anything there you know and yeah I think yeah you will see a summer showcase from Sony you've got to remember you no matter what Microsoft show we, we the one the two things we know we're definitely going to get is proper Gran Turismo 7 gameplay to see where the game is at now as well as Horizon yeah. Forbidden West gameplay potentially God of War Ragnarok gameplay not to mention whatever's been unannounced so far yeah. and Alex is praying for that Last of Us 2 remaster you know so it's we'll coming, see what happens it's definitely coming We'll see what happens, but exciting time, listeners. And if they, you know, no matter what happens, me and Alex will be in full overdrive over E3 week and get you oh, as yeah. much content as we can out. 
But we move on to number three, Alex. Remember a few weeks ago we discussed Sony buying Evo and getting into the esports scene and really dominating. Well, they're, they're strengthening their hold on that front, Alex, because Sony, number three, right. Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced a new partnership with the NBA 2K League, which means that the PS5 is now the official console for the NBA 2K League. This is a multi-year deal with the league and kicks off this month and into the fourth season tipping off in May, resulting in all 23 NBA 2K League teams and 138 players in the league compete on PS5 during games and events. Millions of people watch this alone. And again, now, Sony own the racing esports league with the Gran Turismo Championships. Sony own football with the FIFA Championships. They have fighting with Evo. They now have NBA 2K. (laughs) <laughs> now if you're just a kid at home watching this and uh, millions of people do you're going to want what they your the people you're supporting are playing on right and it's going to be a ps5 <laughs> it's crazy it you're is, starting to see the method and the madness on these like deals that sony are doing with all these esports companies because it's just ps5 exposure everywhere isn't it yeah it is it is i mean it looks like uh microsoft is trying to secure um ea on their side you know, mm. like so. Uh, what's their what's their pass called now? I don't know, but the EA version of their Game Pass. Uh, and it seems like Sony's going to be trying to secure a lot two K and whatever they uh, can bring. Well, you know what it is? It's funny, uh, right? Because I, I get the EA Play deal you were talking about, but I mean, play, yeah. Mike, EA like to jump. They jump between Sony and Microsoft every few years. But the funny thing yeah. is, on the last generation, they went to Xbox One with uh, FIFA and everything, and it just died quick they were just like we just need to get back onto playstation side and the fifa world championships everything all done on playstation you know it's yeah. it's crazy it's just when it comes to sports games people are just predominantly on that playstation pad i think the only game that really does well on xbox is madden you know um mm-hmm. with the xbox yeah. controller but it still does better on the playstation so on the playstation yeah um but yeah i mean it, it's it's just a great platform for them to have acquired right i mean mm. uh, you're looking at some of the biggest uh, multiplayer games you know the fight the beat-em-ups obviously the tekkens the street fighters everything and even now with nba 2k all going to be associated with ps5 and it's just going to just do nothing but increase the mind share um for customers and potential customers and um, that the ps5 is the system to have when it comes to any of these sports titles so um yeah man it's i love these moves that these companies are making so making some really heavy hitter moves and it's going to yeah. be interesting to see how things turn out yeah definitely and you want to talk heavy hitters playstation now is not to be forgotten because that's landing a one-two combo so sony has released a playstation now april 2021 games this week and it as it was announced last week this month's lineup includes some big titles like marvel's avengers and borderlands 3 the biggest shock on the list obviously is the addition of marvel avengers which only released in september but Let's be honest, it struggled to maintain a player base since launch, right? (laughs) Obviously, it's had the PS5 enhancements. Um, The game will be available on PlayStation now until July 5th, but it's only the PS4 version of the game, so you don't get the PS5 patch with that. Borderlands 3 um, joins the lineup until September 2021 uh, and is also just a PS4 version of the game, so no PS5 patch. And finally, the other big game is The Long Dark which has also been added to the lineup permanently, offering survival episodic gameplay. Um, What's also interesting along that side, that strong lineup, is there is a free trial of the service, which will be available from today, which was April 7th, for anyone not currently subscribed to the service in line with the Avengers. So 
I mean, people forget that. I mean, PlayStation. Like, I was, I was looking at my wish list on the PlayStation Store. I've got five yeah. games in there. Three of them are available on PlayStation now. I was like, oh snap! <laughs> so I don't have to buy these games. I can just like free yeah. trial PlayStation now and just play all these yeah. games as fast as I can. How long is the trial one for? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to check. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's probably like a seven day free trial or a month okay. free trial or something. They wouldn't go too long because they know yeah, how many games course. someone will be able to clock by then. Um, yeah. But it's it's crazy though, man. I mean, people forget that PlayStation now has some decent games. Sony's communication on PlayStation now is a bit wank, but it's just every uh, time their financials yeah. come out, it's constantly <laughs> growing, which is a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's weird because it, it doesn't, Every financials results that they release, PlayStation now has a bigger subscriber count, but they don't drop it to a dollar like Game Pass, and they don't no. offer first party stuff on there at launch. You know, which is again yeah. different. And everyone says PlayStation now needs to be like Game Pass. No, it doesn't. Game Pass is completely different. You know what I mean? I don't want PlayStation now to be like Game Pass because the games that hit PlayStation now are quality. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where a lot of it is yeah. on Game Pass minus the first party stuff. So. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting, but I mean, are you gonna look at Avengers? Maybe. Yes, I'm not gonna look at Avengers. I mean, obviously, <laughs> uh, know from a few weeks ago, they're not including Spider Man uh, until what next year? You know what I mean? So that really kicks a lot of people who actually purchased the game for that uh, character in the walls to somewhat uh, or other yeah, sensitive places. But anyway, um, and the Black Panther edition that could be cool. You know that could be cool, but um, will that be included in this one? Or is that no, 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 no? It's just basically what? what's available now for the Avengers. Anything that's purchasable, right. like Hawkeye, yeah. you're gonna buy. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'll be leaving that for a while. Uh, Borderlands Three, um, that could be cool. You know, what I mean, I, I wouldn't mind jumping on that. I haven't played that. Um, the The Long Dark, um, I haven't actually played that either. So, what would you recommend? Uh, PlayStation Plus, Oddworld. It's free now. <laughs> Odd world, as we talked about. Like, you know what the thing is? All right, I kind of semi-slated it last time, yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm not really a fan of Odd world. However, I will dive into it. Uh, it's free. It's free. That's what I'm I talking mean, about. That's why you got to love PlayStation Plus. <laughs> it's all part of stay at home. Was it stay at home? We'll play at home initiative. Um, but yeah, um, I will give it a blast and uh, give, give your listeners a, uh, a bit of a review. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad that they're throwing some quality games into the arena right now, you know, and it's just making uh, a nice low bar of entry for a lot of people who haven't, like myself, played a lot of these games um, or, you know, not free for many of the franchises. And it's just only going to encourage uh, more of an attach rate. And obviously, for the next editions of any of these games, it's only going to increase sales, right? And it mm. also shows that PlayStation, yes. They are releasing quality. They're not just giving you BS games like what you can find on um, on Game Pass. Um, they're actually giving you quality um, <clears throat> games that they stand by. However, you know the argument about whether they should follow the Game Pass model and release things. They, you know, um, release things on Play PS Now, saying they did release the actual game physically. I think they should. You know, I think nah, some nah. Just, I think, I think... I think not on every game, but I think they should just give. Uh, you know, like um, Ratchet and Clank. Come on, just say thank you. <laughs> you know don't I mean? be just crazy. Don't be crazy. You know what it is? I think. I think PlayStation Five is out there, yeah. So I think I yeah. think th that's one of the reasons why I think Sony show a lot of respect to the creators in the industry, right? You know, the developers of these games, and 
you know, a lot of their bonuses are tied to sales and stuff like that. And I just think, you know, Sony makes such a big deal about their launches because they know it's proven quality. You can't, you know, that, I mean, that's like putting Kong and Godzilla on HBO Max, right? You know, what I mean? that's a cinema <laughs> film. Sony's a cinema game. It needs to be released yeah, like that. True, but you know, you as, know. As, as you know, Sony does care about the developers and all the publishers, and especially because of the current pandemic, what's going on, and the shortage of consoles as well as semiconductors. It kind of would make sense for them to just do just for a limited run, you know, maybe for like three weeks or a month, you know, Ratchet and Clank, just release it to the world and i wouldn't be surprised if they turn around and say we're actually going to do that you know because obviously you're talking about sales if there is enough consoles out there then yeah they'll go for it and plus ratchet and clan's going to be an evergreen title anyway right so they're gonna make their money back um and it would just be a great way to um for sony to say thank you this is me hoping that they're going to do that. <laughs> they probably won't they probably really will come out at 70 dollars uh, but anyway We'll see, right? Right, well, we'll move on, dude. And this is exciting because it broke just before we started recording in number five. And obviously, mm-hmm. it's on the PlayStation blog. Um, it's an announcement of a new game, uh, which is obviously a big thing uh, as it's a PS5 exclusive. Um, so I'm just going to go to the PlayStation blog and I'm just going to quickly blitz through this. Uh, so it's from... Um, so this is... Hassan Karaman from Blue Box Games, which is based in the Netherlands. So they're working on a PS5 exclusive called Abandoned. So I'm going to skip the first bit. So Abandoned is a cinematic first-person horror survival shooter set in a highly detailed open-world environment and favours a realistic approach to survival. The story. The story is centred around Jason Longfield, who wakes up in a strange forest. Abandoned and not remembering how he got there, Jason soon finds out that he was kidnapped and brought there for a dark purpose. Fighting for his survival, his main goal is escape. Realistic character interaction. We want to deliver a uniquely personal gameplay experience, one that feels realistic. Every event has an influence on your character. If Jason is out of breath after sprinting or is afraid, his firing accuracy will suffer. Unlike action shooter titles, firing weapons in Abandoned will be realistically slow. You will need to be tactical in order to survive. The development. Our studio is focused on crafting a cinematic style first person story. This is no fast paced shooter in which you just run, aim and shoot. Abandoned requires you to hide and plan every shot before pulling the trigger. We want you to be nervous, come each and every enemy encounter. To be aware what a wrong move can be, the deciding factor between surviving a combat scenario or not. This is Alex's mm-hmm. bit. Immersion through the DualSense wireless controller and 3D audio. Oh. Oh. We wanted to emphasize realism through user immersion. This would not be possible without the DualSense wireless controller. Players will feel each ev- each and every interaction during gameplay, such as being struck by a bullet, Pulling the trigger on a loaded or unloaded gun will also feel different. Equally, 3D audio will help shape your decisions and tactics using the accurate positioning of gunshots out in the wilds to help you decide your next move. The power of PS5. Our team is still unravelling the power of PS5, but we've made amazing progress so far. The console allows us to highly allows us to process high-quality motion capture all running at 60 frames per second and rendered at a native 4K resolution. We're making 
sure that environmental quality is as close to the real thing as possible in all the result is realistic graphics, smooth character animations and minimal loading screens. Ooh. Talks about some other stuff. Now there is a small teaser on the PlayStation yeah. blog. Oh my god, this okay. game looks practically real. <laughs> Does it? It looks insane. So obviously if you go to the PlayStation blog, uh, just go to Google, type in PlayStation blog, find it, or go to our Twitter account, we've retweeted it. Uh, all the information about um, Abandoned and what I've read is on there, but there's also like a gameplay teaser, and this this looks insane, absolutely insane. And, yeah. oh, mate, another game that's utilising that dual sense and 3D audio, mate. Oh, yes, yes, and that's exactly what we need, especially uh, coming to this generation. And this is not even a, I mean, it's not first party, is it? I mean, this is, is it a double A, triple A? I mean, what, what type? Uh, it looks like an independent double A game. Um, independent double A, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it is PS5 exclusive. PS5 exclusive, which is good. And the fact that Sony's pinched back in it as well, they must like the way it looks. I love the name, though, the guy, the main character, Jason Longfield. Mm. Sounds a bit like Chris Redfield. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just do Resident Evil. Um, but yeah, um, the fact that they're kind of, it looks like it's going to be a really glorious tech demo um, <laughs> from the looks of it. Um, but I'm glad that they're going to be utilizing the 3D audio um, capabilities and going crazy with the dual sense because that's exactly what we want to see more of. You know, to hopefully just encourage more developers mm-hmm. to um, to create games like that. Um, but also, 60 frames per second. Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Um, in terms of the actual game as well, it kind of, as you were just talking about it, it kind of sounds like uh, The Last of Us. You know what I mean? The, um, I, I'm going to keep going back to The Last of Us because I think that's an amazing game. But the fact is that, you know, every shot that you make has to count. You know, it's not like a case of just going through and blasting everything. I mean, you can do that, but obviously it's going to lead to your peril. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to games like this. You know, this this looks good. And obviously coming going through Resident Evil 7, um, I'm kind of getting those types of vibes, especially that first part of the level, you know, when you're outside the house. Those mm. woods look exactly the same. <laughs> you know what, I mean? it's crazy. what about you, man? What are your thoughts on it? I'm excited, dude. You know what I mean? I just yeah. love horror. I love the fact that it's PS5 oh, yeah. exclusive and it's utilising the power, the dual sensor, 3D audio. That's that's what you got PS5 for, man. It's these sort of experiences. Yeah. I, I can't wait. Yeah. Woo! On the ray tracing alone, I would just say, oh my God, that looks freaking sick. Oh, Jeez, no, I really do hope they just go full for it, full throttle mm. with it. Uh, very atmospheric. But anyway. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so obviously that's a while away. So uh, if you hit the PlayStation Store now, um, there is obviously sale updates, which is um, every week. So obviously what we do every week on each episode is we just give you information. So the spring sale, which can potentially save you up to 75%, is into its second week. Highlights include The Last of Us 1 and 2, Resident Evil 3 Remake, Godfall, Doom Eternal, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. They're all on promotion. Hidden Away is the Games Under £20 promotion, which includes many of the spring sale items, but it also includes extra indies and DLC add-ons for games. For mm-hmm. example, Crash Nitro Kart Remastered is thirteen ninety nine. Metro Exodus is 70% off, and if online gaming is your thing, the amazing... Predator Hunting Grounds is 50% off. Nice little sale, yeah. Alex. I'm waiting for next Good. week. I want to see what's updated in the spring sale, yeah. you know, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm, so, still, I'm, I'm still looking at The Last of Us uh, 2, but I'm just, I've just got to wait out. I've got to hold out. <laughs> you know, I'm really itching on that trigger. You know what I mean? To actually purchase, make that purchase. But okay. I know that um, uh, Naughty Dog's going to come out with an update and say, yes, here it is. <laughs> PS5 exclusive. Okay, so we'll move on to the letters. We've got uh, two listeners, uh, two letters as always um, from the listeners. So this one's from Helen from Ireland. 
And uh, she asks, you boys spoke about Sony closing the PlayStation Store down on legacy machines a few weeks back. What's your thoughts on it now? Are Sony wrong to close them? Oh, yeah, I think they are wrong to close them, but they must have something up their sleeves. Um, Yeah, I mean, everybody was watching uh, Mark Cerny when he was talking about the PlayStation 5, talking about the power and everything like that, and he put up a slide showing the PlayStation 5 and the PS4, and it just seemed to was a couple of spaces underneath which should have said PS3, PS2, and PS6. Um, but no, we didn't actually see that. Um, but I do think that Sony's actually got plans to um, to you know maybe um, emulate some of the games from you know anything before the PS4. And I guess this is pretty much maybe the first step into doing that. Just close mm. the previous stores and kind of get everybody onto the new systems, uh, and then start releasing the legacy uh, catalog, which is what I'm hoping that they do because. Xbox right now is kicking ass on that on that side. So um, Sony does need to step up, and they've got like a plethora of games, which I mean, as we've seen, I mean, there's even the PlayStation Four and PlayStation Three. There's loads, you know, what I mean, which people can just you know go have fun with, and then a lot that you can't actually get physically, or you can't even play physically. So hmm. I'm just saying, I'm just hoping that they are going to release the whole Legacy catalog, well, as much as they can, the classics anyway. Definitely get the Metal Gear Solid collection out there. Hmm. How about you? Um, I think. The way Sony have gone about it is wrong. I think there's people developing games for the Vita that have come out and said we've had to cancel the development. It was too short notice. You know, Sony should have said we're going to shut them in a year. I, yeah. Don't get me wrong. The PS3 one, yeah, shut it down. PSP, shut it down. But PS Vita, you should have said, okay, you got one year, you know, to get your games out, get it finished, and that way... Yeah. It's released because I've spoke about it on the show before, and it's common knowledge. PS Vita still the, the attach rate on the games are massive. That's why people still release games on the PS Vita store now. They can't. Yeah, you know it's bullshit. The fact that Sony did it and just said yeah two months notice. That's absolute bullshit. And yeah, that um, is. it's a bit disgusting on their side. I'm not happy about that one. Um, that's the bad. The problem is though, I'm not surprised because. We spoke about this before the PS5 came out, about which Sony is going to turn up. You know, is it the PS3 arrogant Sony or is it the family-friendly, consumer-friendly PS4 Sony? I tell you something, we're nowhere near that consumer-friendly one at the moment. They're just (laughs) being a bit of dickheads at the moment and it's not really nice to read and see, but... Yeah. Again, I'm I'm praying and I'm hoping that that there's a silver lining under it, but... Common sense would be, why would you want negative press on you? Why would you just stop there and say we're shutting it? Surely you would say we're shutting it because, and then give us the good news, but they haven't, you know. So, again, I'm not not happy, Helen. You know, uh, I think, yeah, the PS3, PSP should shut down, but they should have given a year's notice, you know, on the Vita store. um, But it's bullshit. But it is what it is, you know. We just go from there. We could, you know, when, listen, I love Sony. I support PlayStation. I've played it all my life since the PS1, you know, but if a big company deserves shit, then you give them that shit. Don't just follow them blindly, you know what I mean? And Microsoft have made many decisions where Xbox gamers have given them shit, you know, and Sony's made loads of decisions where Sony gamers have given them shit, and this is one of those occasions. So give them shit. If you see any petitions online, join it. That PS Vita store needs to stay open, you know. Um <laughs> But yeah, um, great question, Helen. 
Yeah, hopefully it comes back. Hopefully. Yeah, Come on, Sony. Don't let us down. Uh, Mikey from New York wrote in, uh, Morning, latest PS5. I love your top five lists on the latest PSX. Can you do a top five worst games you've ever played episode? Well, you love this one because we did the scariest games, but yeah, that's a good idea, isn't it? You know, the, the crappiest no, games we've ever played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, right. um, anyway, I have two questions for you. What will be the standout game this year? And what do you think will crash and burn after release? I'll go first, bro. I think the standout game is going to be Ratchet and Clank. All right. Without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, and I think the crash and burn game, I'm going to say it, dude. I think it's going to be Halo Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that game can live up to the hype. You know, like the worst thing that could have happened to it was the bad press because now expectations are so high. They're, they're like, they're never yeah. going to be hit. For that to be hit, it's got to be Naughty Dog storytelling mixed with Nintendo like family gameplay mixed with like Call of Duty. It's not gonna do it, you know what I mean? And I just think, ah yeah. oh, man, it cannot. It's a victim of its own like issues, right? It, it won't live up to the success, and I think it's gonna crash and burn. Um, so they it won't because it's on Game Pass, so they can say millions of people are playing it. But I think yep. had it been available for sale, it would have burned. <laughs> but yeah so uh, I think Ratchet and Clank is going to be the, the, the game of the year because you know that game just looks stunning already and um, yeah Halo will be my crash and burn title yeah. um, okay I, I could probably say the opposite I think Halo's going to smash it <laughs> I think they have to I think they really have to and I think they would have kidnapped some of the story writers from Naughty Dog um, <laughs> and Insomniac like tied him up in a room and just told him just to you know make the best story uh, that they could do from Halo uh, but realistically I think um, the standout game of the year is going to be Horizon uh, I think without a doubt that's just going to come out and that's just going to well that's if it gets released this year we don't know but um, but yeah I think that game when that comes out it's just going to just be phenomenal I think they've had plenty of time to work on the story and they know they've got I mean they're competing with other games on the platform you know other AAA titles like The Last of Us Got a War Ghost of Tsushima you know they've got to step up now right so I think that game's going to be absolutely amazing and my easy crash and burn is going to be Volcano High I know it's your favourite game yeah Mr. Sengir I know it's <laughs> but be careful what you fucking say now <laughs> Be careful what you say. <laughs> oh, I just think, yeah, that game is just just, just going to be whack, man. But um, um, but yeah. Wait, which think, game? Uh, uh, which game is going to be? Volcano High. Oh, Volcano High. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pez. I'm going to knock you out. What the fuck are you all about? <laughs> Obviously, yeah, we could say Pez, you know what I mean? But like, you know, with Pez, they've got so much stuff to say out, but we'll go into that in another episode. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that was going to be my two, my two crash and burns. Um, Definitely. I'm just hoping that um, Ratchet and Clank is actually going to be absolutely an amazing game. I really do hope they've, they've worked out all the little kings because I've been playing the first one, you know, the one I'm um, plus at the moment. Mm. Oh, and it's good. It's really good. But I just hope that they just improve all the little bits, which I'm finding a little bit annoying. <laughs> but, um, but by that, I think they could easily smash it, especially with the power of the console. Freaking hell. Even for a PS4. Is it a PS4 game? The, um, which one? Ratchet and Clank. The one uh, the, 2016, uh, yeah, it's a PS4 game, but it's just had the it's patch to yeah. run at 60 frames. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks good, man. It looks it looks really good. You know what I mean? But yeah, come on, work on the gameplay a little bit. 
Yeah. But anyway, that's it. That's what I got. Excellent. Okay, uh, last bit of the show. Uh, but before I carry on to there, if you do want to oh. um, send a letter in, then um, you can either tweet at latestps5 or you can send an email to thelatestps5 at gmail.com or you can leave a comment under our YouTube channel, which is the Latest PS5 Podcast. We're going to close the show out with word association, Alex. I've got eight oh, no. words for you, and you just got to say the first thing that comes into your mind. Are you ready? Boobies. Yeah, I'm ready. Stadia. Brilliant. Xbox 360. Uh, not bad. 3D audio. Amazing experience. Bowser. Uh, not even words, just... <laughs> Time crisis. Oh, classic arcade game. Yeah, man. They need to bring that back. Bring it back. That's what I'm saying. Bring it back. Sega. Imagine. Well, they have it. It's called Super Hot, right? Uh, Sega. <laughs> uh, Sega. Uh, Sonic. Come on, they just need to. They need to work with their key franchises and IPs. Uh, but that's the first one that comes to mind. Soul Calibur. Oh, brilliant! Beat 'em up, man. I mean, the first one, the first, the first two were brilliant. Um, they just need to go back to those. Mechanics. Bro, it's word association, not sentence association. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you can't yeah, help pretty, it, can pretty, you? Pretty you as soon as I said Soul Calibur, you were like, yeah, he's off 1-1. One, one. No, that's it. <laughs> um, and lastly, PS2. Oh, Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, thank you very much for listening for episode 45 of the show. Again, yeah. if you wow. want to get an extra PlayStation show each week, if you want to get early access to both our PlayStation shows all together each and every week, head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. You can help support the show, keep the lights on, keep the show running, and get all the extra bonus content from us. Alex, you have the final word of the week. Oh, the final word of the week is, ladies and gentlemen, the anniversary is coming soon. So stay tuned. That's all I'm going to say. Just stay tuned. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.